first of all, um, what is instrumental transcommunication? It is uh, the communication between our uh, physical plane of life and the other dimensions through electronic devices. Which devices? Anyone that we have at home, such as television, computer, cameras, telephone, cell phone, anything can be used by the other side to communicate with us. The communication uh, in this uh, way through technology can be either uh, in voice or in image, which is uh, also uh, possible as in video. And uh, I'll show you some trans images uh, that I got in a, let's say, in a technology that I created myself, which is over the vapor of uh, humidifier. Okay, and um, um, this happened in truth casually. I, one day it was very hot here and I turned it on the humidifier and uh, I was recording casually. And then I perceived that uh, some images was uh, being shaped over the, the vapor. So then I decided to start uh, doing that more uh, specifically. These are still from the first day I was uh, just uh, sat down and uh, turning on the humidifier. And, uh, and now appeared which is a very common um, image that we received from the other side. The owl seems to be the symbol of the race of the friends with whom we are in contact. And in this other side, you see also a small head uh, created over the, the vapor. But later, obviously, uh, these uh, uh, got better, and uh, we could receive images uh, created over the vapor, uh, but that we could identify. For instance, this is Amber, and uh, she is Lisa's daughter, a friend of mine from US, and uh, obviously she could recognize her, her daughter. This is uh, Olivia, she is Jennifer's daughter, all these people are from US and uh, Olivia died in a car accident and he, she appeared in the vapor. This is Roger. He's uh, Amy's dad. And curiously, he appeared uh, much younger uh, than the age that he died. Dr. Howdiff is my main communicator on the other side, and he appeared in, in many different uh, ways, also in the vapor. And uh, I, I am with him about some 30 years now. He was one of the first to start this work with me. And this is Dean. He is Mala's uh, son. And it is so curious, the capacity of uh, our communicators, not only of shaping, but sometimes uh, giving some details to identify uh, the persons that they are sending. This is Melissa. She is Patricia's uh, daughter. And uh, obviously Patricia, quickly identified her daughter, Melissa. She passed it due to a heart uh, issue. This is Alessandro. Alessandro died at the age of uh, 58 years old. And he is our friend Diane's fiance. Again, we see that the loved ones appear much younger than the age that they, they passed. It was also the case of Alessandro. He passed of cancer at the age of 58. In, uh, even so, he appeared 
something like a young man of 20, 20 something. And here is the video when Alessandro um, appeared. Uh, you can see the, the vapor. I was using a plastic egg and the vapor surrounding it. And uh, that is the image of Alessandro, much younger, as you can see. And he vanishes in the vapor again. This is Sandra Champlain. She has a very known uh, radio um, show. And uh, we were in Orlando when she, I made the test with uh, many uh, attendees of the event. And uh, Sandra was the organizer, but she also participated of my tests. And uh, in front of the, uh, each group was, had 10 persons. And um, so it, all the phenomenon uh, happened in front of the persons present. That was at least 10 persons watching the phenomenon live. This was an attendee of the same event in Orlando. And uh, at, uh, we, we were trying to use the, humid, the humidifier there uh, with each attendee. And uh, when this girl was uh, in front of the camera and with the vapor uh, aside her, um, this uh, image was created. And later she identified as being her fiance. That she, then she sent the photo, sent the photo. So this is in truth a very short um, explanation just for us to, uh, to, 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 to know what I'm talking about, right? So uh, let me just stop sharing. Great. Okay. It looks like very, um, very interesting research indeed. As, as you say, it's very, I suppose, objective in the sense that you can look at it and you can instantly identify. And I mean, they're certainly some of the clearest images I've seen of what people would call paranormal apparitions, I suppose. Um, so I suppose, how 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 does the, the process work exactly of that sort of communication? You mean how the other side works? Yes, uh, or I suppose more, what's the process that you follow to participate in one of those communication sessions? Well, uh, see, I think that uh, uh, from days to days, I usually change all the, the way that I'm using the record. For instance, I was using vapor as I showed, uh, but I, I, that way I don't use anymore. Uh, yesterday, I was testing with the static of, uh, you know, is that, and uh, it, it was amazing the results because uh, we perceived that uh, the other side could bend the light, could shape the light. So this is something that uh, in truth um, is something that uh, as Einstein would say, this would be impossible because mm. it is not possible to control the light. And even so, our uh, spiritual friends shows that they can control the light, they can hold it, they can uh, change the direction of the light and uh, shape something, a face for instance, this in the static. So uh, I think that uh, uh, these uh, friends uh, shows, show to us that uh, their technology or their science is something completely different to ours. Mm. And uh, obviously, it would be very difficult for a uh, terrestrial scientist to explain how they could do that. Obviously, I also have no idea. Uh, but I, my, my, let's say my task is just to register. Yes, just to show that the, um, the phenomena happens. Yes. Yes. So how long have you been looking at this kind of area? And what, what got you interested in it to begin with? Oh, my God. Can you please repeat this? Mm -hmm. So how, how long um, have you been in this subject and what, what uh, got you interested in it to begin with? Uh, okay. Wow. Uh, long ago, maybe uh, more than your age. 
uh, it was <laughs> about 30 something years ago, um, I was interested because I thought that this was something that I could really um, observe if it, if it was real, real or not. And this was something that was uh, quite interesting for me because I was thinking by that time that uh, whenever you choose a religion or uh, 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 any uh, thing for you to follow, if you are not sure, that this will be a waste of time. And uh, I was thinking by the time, it was possibly your age, uh, I, I was thinking uh, that I didn't want to waste so much time. Imagine when you are 50 years old, you discover that, oh my God, all this was not real mm. and something else was the reality. So I, I decided to, to go through this way and started recording to, to verify if the phenomenon was real. But yes, of course, the vision that I had by the time is completely different to the one that I have now. But um, obviously, the phenomenon showed it to be much more, uh, much bigger than what I could expect. Mm. Many, many different doors appeared uh, so I discovered many, many things, but by that time it was just because it was an objective phenomenon and I thought that this was something important. Mm. Quite right. And um, I think the whole field of um, spirit communication, life after death consciousness is possibly the most important question, the most important questions that humanity has ever asked. So it's certainly it's important to know how these kind of things work so so do, do you use or can you use any medium really of communication so static uh, smoke water anything like that and sound as well i suppose uh, uh, if i understood your question uh, i would say that the medium that I, the resource that i use i are always something uh, physical let's say uh, even electronic, but it is physical. I also could use, I used it for a long time, uh, cloth or paper, and they uh, could design over it, bubble plastic and uh, all sorts of uh, uh, resources. They showed it uh, to be capable to use and uh, to show that uh, they are, uh, this is an intelligent communication. It is not a casualty. You cannot imagine that when a face appears, it is a casualty. Mm. Even if it, if it was one or two, okay, it could yes. be, but not some thousands as we have. And uh, happily, I am uh, not only recording, but I, I care of documenting everything that I do every day. So um, I think that I have, have by now more than uh, 60 e-magazines uh, besides the books, but the magazines are better uh, because in the magazines you can have the, the voices, you can have the videos, you can have the images. So it is multimedia uh, while the previous books that I wrote wasn't. So uh, um, I, I, well, I think I re replied your question. Yeah, that's great. Um, so how do these spirits actually interact with the with the resource so i'd imagine you start off with a piece let's say a piece of cloth um and what what do you do with the cloth and how do you how do the spirits come through and, and manipulate it yeah I, I can send you if you want some examples mm -hmm. so that, that you can insert uh, well uh, my uh, view of the phenomenon is uh, obviously different of People usually uh, imagine this, uh, how it works, and um, uh, and I also had another vision. But uh, in the late years, mainly mainly after Tesla announced it to be the coordinator, things started changing very quickly. So um, it, it, this was about uh, the last six years. Hmm. So. Uh, in this time, five or six years, 
which is a short time, let's say, uh, the phenomenon uh, that was going very, very, very slowly, all of a sudden, uh, it is going so fast now and developing. In each recording, they show something new. So the cloths and papers, I used it some years ago. I don't use them anymore uh, because Tesla requested it to use electronic things for them mm -hmm. to work, such as the static, which is obviously, we suppose, much more difficult to work, but uh, that is what they prefer. And um, maybe just to show their capabilities, right? So the, the, you asked how I use the, the cloth. I usually, um, well, first of all, they need light. So the, the cloth cannot be, um, let's say, a plain one without shine. It has mm -hmm. to be something that has some shine. Okay, so uh, these cloths that are used for making dresses of parties that yes. have some shiny, uh, all this is very interesting because what they use in truth is the light, right? So uh, whenever you move the, the cloth and uh, the light changes for them, it is when they can create the images, they can either design or in other occasions, uh, not only they design over what I'm holding, for instance, but also they can um, also send uh, direct files, which is obviously much more perfect. Mm. But that is it, it is happening a bit slowly. These transmissions of of the complete files, digital files. Right. So you mentioned Tesla. Was was um, Nikola Tesla? a proponent of this kind of work? He, um, well, Tesla, obviously, the, the, the inventor, it was so interesting because by the uh, uh, 2014, uh, once I received the um, communication by voice, um, mentioned that was, I was recording with the husband of a friend, of Canadian friend of mine, and he, Mr. Murray, said that Tesla uh, was uh, joining to coordinate all the transmissions for Earth. And then the, my first first thought was, who, who Tesla? Nikola Tesla? I thought, oh, that, my, that is impossible. Mm. Uh, no, Tesla will not talk to me. <laughs> and then after a certain time, it was not, not necessary to to confirm in any, any other way, because the phenomenon itself showed that something absolutely, uh, 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 not a technology only, but it is a, a huge, huge um, science. It is uh, their science. I think that uh, what they have now will be reached by mankind within some decades mm -hmm. or maybe centuries, but uh, it is absolutely ahead of our science. Yes. So Nikola Tesla is um, one of the spirits that frequently comes through to you to, I suppose, to help you. Uh, to, not, um, not that frequent. Uh, he no. is the boss. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, whenever I, uh, well, he's kind. Uh, whenever I, I direct, uh, I make questions straight to him. He usually replies. Uh, but I also avoid not to be, you know, uh, bother, bothering, bothering mm. him. Um, but he gave many very interesting replies, and it was published in our e-magazine about the communication with the unborns, because I wanted to to know if it unborns a person that was not born yet, mm. you know, that they died because. Uh, of a miscarriage or abortion. So I wanted to know if these uh, fetus, let's say, uh, these children could also speak, but I couldn't initially, I didn't uh, know how to address a question right. to the children themselves. Yeah. I didn't know if they were able to reply. So I addressed all the questions first to Tesla. And he uh, started replying in name of each one of the the the, 
the fetus that I was referring, that I was uh, assisting, uh, I think, 12 moms that lost boys and girls or babies in this condition. So I was asking about each one uh, in the name of the mother, because the majority didn't have a name because they were not born. Mm. Uh, so uh, Tesla was replying, and it is so curious, uh, because he informed the when uh, the, the fetus would be a boy or a girl and uh, many curious information. Mm. So, but I, I usually don't, I avoid, well, obviously if he wants to talk to me, I'm ready, but uh, I, I avoid, you know. I'm sure, sure he must but be I very think busy. that the technology talks by itself. Yes, true. So I'm, I'm curious, how did you um, manage to completely identify that it was um, Tesla you were talking to? Was it via image, via sound? No, no. No, uh, uh, I think that the two exist, some uh, voice recording, but that is not how it works. Um, as I say, um, let's say that um, if it is not Tesla or whoever it is, uh, th these guys know what they are doing. Mm -hmm. It is a huge phenomenon, right? Now, um, uh, whenever I wanted to talk to someone, it is like this. Um, they cannot create the sound, ma mainly if you wanted some uh, a dialogue, yes. right? If he, it, it, uh, for, for instance, at the beginning, when the pioneers started, they uh, usually, they perceived that they need a sound in our space time, uh, any sound. Obviously, later, uh, we discover that uh, there are sounds that are better than others. For instance, it is uh, many persons use it, the pioneers, for instance, uh, for instance, the shower opened mm -hmm. or, you know, that yes, that type of noise. But these, in truth, later I, I was working on these so many years and then I perceived that it's the best for them to keep uh, the sound uh, clean you have to offer uh, in our side voice, okay? And avoid avoid um, dirty sound. Mm. For instance, shh, mm. this is horrible for them because this spectrum is too large and uh, what interested for them is a very small range. So uh, a range of frequency. So um, all the rest will come into the sample of audio as um, dirty, to be noisy. The voice will not be clean. Mm -hmm. So if we want um, clean voice, we have to use voice. Now, obviously, I had to work on this for some years to, to discover how to offer uh, to the other side voice clean but that you cannot understand any word mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so it is a, a you can recognize for instance oh this is uh, how do this voice but uh, uh, obviously it, there is no content yeah it is uh, completely um, only syllables uh, uh, all sort of uh, um, some sound that has no sense right and the idea is that whenever you play in our side this uh, sound which has no meaning they will reorganize into the replies of your question so it is very important for you to have the question together so that you can observe if it makes sense or not if it is a reply or not right and um that is uh, uh, so in, in the case of tesla i i had to use a voice uh, I, rem I don't remember which one i got a, a voice of uh, a, a person who has a beautiful voice i mean uh, actor and then i uh, broke it in old syllables mm -hmm. and then mixed it right. all the, all, yeah. and so i play that so uh, i say that uh, it is Tesla replying not because of the ident identification of the voice. This, in this case, it is not possible. But uh, for the technology, for the content, um, 
more for mm-hmm. this, not for recognition. Yes, yes. So, what what do you hope to um, I show? I suppose to to prove or to evidence for by doing the work you do. Is it to, for example, show that spirits exist or that spirits can communicate or that we go on as spirits? What's what's your main purpose? Oh, yes, I have a big list of purposes. Uh, in truth, uh, I, I am preparing some items uh, that casually I have had uh, handy here because it is something that I intended to, to write about. Mm. And um, uh, look, one thing, whenever you talk about mediumistic communication, uh, we will need a witness, it is a subjective phenomenon. Yes. Usually quite difficult to, to be of uh, evidence that mm. you, you can, let's say, establish as a reality. True. Uh, you may make a consult to a medium and you say, oh, but she was great. She said the name of my grandpa. Well, but that is your interpretation. Yes. It is not something that can be uh, mentioned as mm. a, a real truth, uh, worldwide truth for everybody. Yes. So, uh, 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 but instrumental transcommunication makes this possible because exactly of using devices. And so the communication is, uh, the phenomenon is absolutely impossible to, to be, um, uh, let's say fake, fake. Yes. Uh, in the, for instance, if you observe the quantity of uh, trans images that is that are registered in a video, you'd say, "No, this is not human. It's not possible because they are." For instance, a video has um, thirty frames per second, right? They are able to create or to insert. We don't know precisely mm. which is the process, but whatever, whatever it is in the video, uh, they can insert, let's say, uh, let's say 20 images in one second mm-hmm. and usually very clear images. This is not human. You cannot fake it. Or if you you try, it will take some one year maybe yes. for you to make it yes. one second, mm. right? So uh, replying to your question, what I intended to to uh, to prove it with my work. Well, um, instrumental transcommunication make possible, for instance, um, time trip in the life of the person. We have many, many cases in which I was uh, uh, questioning about any deceased one. And not only they sent the image of the deceased one as they may look recently, but also as when they were child, for instance, in many different ages. It is uh, something as uh, being able to reach the Akashiko Mm -hmm. file, you know, because how can they know how I looked like when I was five years old, then 10 years old, then 15 years old, and they do that. So this, uh, and I have many in magazines showing these time trips. So uh, these uh, beans show that somehow they can extract, I don't know from where, uh, this kind of information, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Another thing also that proves that afterlife is a reality is uh, the fact that many, many times I register uh, among the Nauni ones, the, the seized ones that we know, also many ch- children, let's say, of unknowns. And then later, when we spread the magazines, many mothers write to us and say, that is my son. Mm. And obviously I had no idea who that child was. So these unknowns, I right. think it's a, something that uh, implies that it cannot be a fake. You know, because there are persons from New Zealand, from Australia, persons that I have never heard. So in truth, as I said, there are many, many topics that uh, make instrumental transcommunication to be powerful for 
proven afterlife. Mm. And that is, let's say, my last goal. In truth, what I'm doing is just what I can do, which is just to raise it, to make the phenomenon happen. But uh, I consider extremely important, and uh, I'm trying all the way to have all these cases um, uh, authenticated. Yes. Because one thing is the mother to recognize. Obviously, it is important, and obviously it is true, and it is she is happy. But I, I need uh, scientific documents. I need mathematics uh, analysis. And I'm going behind all this. Mm. But the problem is that the majority of the scientists are afraid to put their names in right. this. Yes. So the problem is, is not the other side that are not doing their task. It's this our side, mm. right? But mm. I think that uh, everything has its correct time and yes. we will reach it. That was actually my next question. What What is mainstream science's opinion of your work? I'm sure that you, you face a lot of criticism, a lot of skepticism, and um, perhaps even a lot of accusations that it is fake. Uh, look, one thing first, I, I don't have time to read all uh, opinions, either positive or negative, because either I do the research or I keep in social yes. networks. And happily, I have uh, some friends that care of these communications for me. So that one friend of mine in Brazil cares of our Facebook, another cares, cares of Instagram, and uh, we have the website, it's another person. So that uh, I, I keep it uh, just focused in my, my research. Mm. And uh, obviously also, I wouldn't care mainly nowadays if someone says that, uh, Oh, this is fake. Okay. It is good that this person doesn't insist, otherwise we'll have to go to court hmm. because I cannot admit uh, a lie. But uh, it doesn't matter because um, what I'm doing um, is mainly helping the other side. The, the work, the technology, everything is not ours. The project is not ours. Uh, the project project is theirs. So um, uh, possibly, I think that uh, maybe you will have time, and maybe I don't, to see these uh, correctly, properly authenticated. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. I think that someone had to do what I'm doing now for someone carrying on in the future. And then finally, these to become um, a universal truth. Uh, in the time that uh, the other side will determine it. So, but there is no hurry. And um, it isn't, if, if it, someone doesn't uh, believe, oh, it doesn't matter for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, doing what I have to do, I, in, for 35 years, I worked without even ever getting one cent, one penny. Never, I never charged for my work. Only from two years from now, uh, a, a, a friend of mine from US had the idea of making a patron. And that was the first time that I could not to, to buy the things from my pocket, but from uh, then I have some support. But yes. even so, happily, it is not a, a large quantity. I think that this is not good. And uh, mainly this forces me to invent the the things as i can and i have some inventions that is sometimes very funny because i go to my kitchen and then i decided to use this or that and so uh, it seems that uh, uh, this it maybe is important for the other side because uh, this shows that the technology is not ours mm -hmm. because if i use something very ridiculous and it works obviously it is not that it is their work, right? Yes. So I think that is, that's it. Great. I'm curious, what's your opinion on um, a lot of the shows that you see on television and now on the internet of um, paranormal investigations where people use sound recorders and um, radiation recorders um, to apparently connect with spirits in a haunted location? What's, what do you think about that kind of work? Does that seem legitimate and authentic? 
You mean, uh, you refer to paranormal, uh, these paranormal uh, presentations, you mean with the devices or mediumistic? Um, when when you see people go into haunted places with a, a sound recorder and they record okay. sounds and, yeah. Oh, okay. Look, this is something very interesting. Um, I think that obviously with time, all these will be more clear and so on. But as per what I see, uh, whenever a person starts recording, um, they, for instance, uh, let's suppose that I had never did anything uh, for this, and then I get a, I think a recorder, and uh, started start recording uh, by my own. Then what happens? Initially, uh, the persons will not have, let's say, um, a serious uh, support or, uh, let's say, an important support from the other side because he or she is just beginning. Yes. So. Uh, the, the first communications, if the person's, uh, person receives, it'll be um, some, something like a whisper, something that is not clear, because it is done by spirits that are around. So, it is very important to, to, to separate the things. Uh, for instance, uh, whenever someone go, goes to a graveyard, to record, as I saw sometimes in television and so mm. This is something that I would never, never do, not even in the beginning, uh, much less now. But what happens is that indeed, there are some uh, deceased ones that uh, remained, for instance, in the graveyard or in houses, because they don't know either that they are dead or uh, because they don't know where to go because they are, let's say, abandoned by the family. They were not loved. Nobody mm. thought of them anymore. So they remain in the graveyard sometimes, just doing nothing, you know, uh, keeping, just uh, letting time to pass by. But uh, it happens that uh, they are able, yes, to insert whenever you are not a uh, very, let's say, if you are not a serious person and you, you want to just to make it fun and mm -hmm. see if these works or yes. not, what will happen is that some spirits that are around, they will work as a syntony, as a, uh, something that uh, it makes um, empathy with you. So you will attract this type of uh, communicators, right? People that are around. It may be it is a, a family member, for instance, a grandpa may not have gone out of the house because he feels better in the house and nobody can oblige him to go to another place. He is free to remain in the house if he wants mm. or she or whatever. So uh, let's say that uh, whenever you start, you will have uh, initially the communication of these beings around. What, in truth, obviously may not be interesting. Uh, in long term, this can be uh, a bit complicated, right? Because they are not, um, let's say, uh, uh, persons' souls in condition to help or anything. They need help themselves. So, this is one thing. This is what uh, many times is showed in those shows that you mentioned. And uh, yeah, they can make a noise, for instance, and then can be uh, recorded. And then obviously the public will think, oh, wow, uh, that there was a noise. So this is real. But this is real, but that's not important. Yes. The important is whenever, uh, after some years, as <laughs> my case, after 35 years, uh, you got the confidence of the other side. And then uh, obviously they they need this to, to invest in the person because mm -hmm. obviously this implies in high technology, in a huge work, much more complicated than we can ever think. So uh, uh, obviously they, can, they have to invest in the person and they have to know that this person will not give up to, tomorrow. You know, right. and, uh, uh, and obviously this is very, very common 
I know some thousand people that started recording for one month or two, and then that's that's it. So uh, what is important is the difference. And uh, I tell you, I think that with time, these will be uh, more and more proved that uh, the communications from a station, I say that they are, they use transmission stations where uh, those inventors uh, that worked for mankind when they were here, uh, they join again to, to do something good for humanity and uh, something maybe is just the communication. So there are uh, some transmission stations in the other side uh, preparing to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. So there is this, this difference uh, about those shows that you said are something local, something that is got here. Uh, it is not something that will progress but whenever you have a contact uh, established with a, with a transmission station, these go fast and it, it can progress very quickly. It's very different, both things. Mm -hmm. So it's a common worry among people, especially religious people, that um, contacting those that have passed on or spirits may lead to um, things like demon possession or bad spirit communication. What, what do you think to that kind of worry? Uh, look, again, we are talking about the same thing because whenever you are, uh, for instance, we have to, to remember that everything that we face on, in life is related to your previous lives. I think that uh, uh, with my experience at least, I cannot imagine that uh, this is the first life that we're living and uh, we are here fresh. No. So we have, let's say, many things to, to accomplish. So uh, obviously it will depend on how we'll carry on your life. You will have better companies, spiritual companies or bad companies, very similar to your life on earth as it is for instance let's suppose that a person uh, uses drugs and uh, take alcohol and uh, this person is compromising um, his or her um, life and will attract these the kind of uh, spirits that make synchrony to that style of life that type of vibration right so uh, obviously there are lots of persons in our side that are still in what i would say as a reference of uh, indian um, philosophy that it is uh, the karma so if the person is attached to uh, his or her karma uh, the life uh, will turn around the, the problems that she, she or he has. And these may attract, let's say, these brothers in the spirit that are suffering, that are also interested in drugs, in alcohol, because these are uh, more common than persons imagine. So if in the opposite, you try to be honest, you try to help people, you try to use your life for a good purpose, uh, for sure, your friends will not be the drugged one, the alcoholic. So uh, if you say, is that a risk? Is there a risk of uh, recording these low communicators? Yes, it will depend depends on you. If you, with your life, attracts good spirits, good friends, because your intention is good, because you are a good person, there is no problem. But if you are, you have nothing to do and say and think, oh, let me see, I'll play with these. Well, that is a risk. Mm. This may happen indeed. And that might be why a lot of people that use Ouija boards, for instance, often yes. report having demons coming through or which are uh, do you believe that there are such things as demons or just spirits of lower 
energy. Please say again. So do you believe that there are things that people would call demons, I suppose? Oh. Well, no, not in this, uh, in this, uh, let's say, biblical interpretation. Yes. No, but uh, I think, yes, we have levels of uh, um, evolution. For instance, you, you may uh, be in contact with a person who you perceive is that has a noble, noble character. It's a person that is decent, is honest. And so you can say that uh, he or she is a, a good spirit, but you can also know persons that are horrible. So these uh, in the other side could be considered by uh, religions, mainly the Catholicism, as the demons. Mm -hmm. But for me, it is, they are just persons that are not, uh, um, that didn't make the right path, mm -hmm. but will have to do somehow in a yes. certain moment of the life. Yes. So you mentioned a, a doctor on the other side that you work with a lot. What was his name? Who? You, you mentioned a doctor that, that you work with from the other side quite a lot in your presentation. Constantin um, Raudeve. Uh, yes. So is, is he kind of part of a group that is uh, opening, helping to open communication from our world to theirs? Yeah, in truth, obviously, nowadays, everything is uh, very well established. I would say that possibly the what I call transmission station uh, is something bigger, let's say, than your BBC of London. I, I mean, it is possibly a huge uh, uh, places with incredible technology, with inventors working uh, on how to manage all these, how to reach us, because they have they have many problems that we have no idea. For instance, um, they have to reach us in our time, and time is something that they have to manage to to be quite sure, quite mm. precise, and uh, also they have to reach us in let's say geographically. So uh, it is something that it, 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 it and they are not here. That is the point. They are not here. It is different if they were, let's say, with a station in Europe or in North America. No, they are not in our dimension. So they have lots of problems to solve, to reach us, right? So, um, so I say that now I think that many, many, the, the world was already solved, let's say. But obviously they wanted to progress and they, we, for, for instance, we are trying to reach a point of a dialogue, which is not possible yet. But uh, I'm sure that one day it will. But it, it depends much more than the other uh, of the other side, not ours, uh, because it is always their technology. Mm. We are uh, simply uh, receptors. Up to now, there is no device that is able to access the other side. So Dr. Haudiv, when he was alive, he was a pioneer, one of the two important pioneers of instrumental transcommunications uh, by the year uh, 1960, more or less. When he was alive, he wrote a book uh, and in included a tape, a cassette tape with uh, many voices that he got on cassette tape mm. by his time and um, after that he was uh, first announced to be working over Europe uh, mainly, mainly to a couple in Luxembourg and then as these people uh, started not to be being too much interested in ITC anymore he was transferred to South America and that was about 30 years ago when we mm. started. Mm. How if um, if communication between us and the other dimension is um, as difficult as you, you say for the other side, how do um, spirits of those that have just died, for instance, often come through to their loved ones who, who are still alive? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Say again. So if um, if it is very difficult for the other side to come through to us, how do um, the deceased loved ones who have maybe only just passed send us signs that they're still there? Mm, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. So when when so when somebody dies, say, and yes. you go to the funeral often quite soon after their death they come through and send signs that they're still there ah yes so uh, how, how do they manage that yeah look um yes um again we are talking about those that are here around that may remain here or not it will depend on the evolution of this uh, this soul uh but he, yes in the funeral for sure uh, he'll be watching himself and uh, observing the family and uh, and will uh, obviously but this uh, has no connection with the communication right mm -hmm. it is he's just there yes so they're, they're people who are still around the earth and haven't gone as far as um, the others who are trying to communicate yeah, for sure. And then happily, I think that there is a, a huge number of persons, of souls that remain uh, around because they they don't know many times that they are dead. And uh, because unhappily, uh, religions um, teach everything wrong. That is my conclusion now, since my beginning, because I started because of this, to, 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 to be sure uh, of what religion says, if it was real or not. And then you, you see that they teach something wrong that cannot be proved. Um, and uh, if someone says, for instance, oh, but we cannot measure God. No, I would say we can. That's uh, not exactly God, but because, uh, well, my view is different. But uh, I think that, yes, you can uh, uh, document all these and investigate it. So you can prove the phenomenon happens and that the communication happens and the afterlife is real. So if this is real, it means that many, many religions are teaching wrongly. Mm -hmm. uh, the principle of the main religions of the world, the three great religions, unhappily, are wrong because it cannot be proved and what we do can. We can prove that afterlife is real, but they don't, they cannot prove uh, about heaven, about hell, about anything. Yes. So how, why do you think it is that if ICC, as you say, gives such strong evidence of an afterlife or some form of spiritual world, why do you think mainstream science is so slow to pick it up or so anti the science that you do? Uh, well, well, first of all, what I do is not exactly important. I mean, uh, what has to be do done, it will and so on. But I think that uh, I, I do understand because it is so difficult to make a career in the area of hard sciences. And then um, something some, somewhat ha funny happened some time ago. I had um, a, a curious case because I was uh, just filming. I usually uh, presently use uh, a cell phone to to record the videos. And uh, there was an image. If you want, then I can send it to you. It sure. is in one of our magazines. And uh, um, so I had one cell phone hold uh, mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. And then I was with another one and filming around. Right. And uh, there was nothing in front of the so the, the cell phone that was still and hold. So, but when I filmed, they appeared in the screen of the cell phone, uh, a person looking quite similar to Tesla, right? So I was very interested in, in, in having that verified if it was true uh, and that was nothing in front that could mm -hmm. be let's say a photo of someone or even a photo of Tesla. No, it appeared only in the screen of the cell phone. And then I sent it to um, forensic, forensic expert. 
Yeah. Uh, he makes investigation in videos and voices and so on. And then he said to me, okay, so I can do it since you don't use my name. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, I accepted. I published exact, exactly this information and what he wrote. He uh, testified that it was real and uh, there was a, a face there and uh, there was nothing in front. But I, I mentioned he didn't authorize me to use either his name or his office. Right. Yeah. And I understand, you know, these, uh, he said, this could be a suicide of a professional career. Right. Yes, indeed. And so, it, it seems to be, unfortunately, as I said earlier, it's one of the most important, I think, researches that needs to take place. And yet so many people are so reluctant to do it because it strays so far out of our science and it's seen as um, pseudoscience, which is unfortunate. Yeah, sure. Mm. Uh, but maybe also we have to consider uh, this detail of uh, the correct time, because imagine, for instance, um, obviously we are going slowly to verifying who could make the analysis and so on. Uh, if this would be uh, said worldwide that this is real, and this would be uh, an implosion of the religions, because people would say, oh my God, that was not what I learned. Yes. So instead of being a good thing, this could be a make a confusion to persons. So I think that everything has the correct time. And I think that mankind is not prepared yet to know about this because it is very comfortable whenever you trust in a God that he will help you in all your problems. And uh, no matter what you do, he is so good that he will help you. It is wonderful. Whenever you, you trust that uh, afterlife is, is a reality, you are responsible for your life. Mm -hmm. You are responsible for all your actions. And so God will not help you anymore. So it's something that changes. Yes. Uh, so people have to be prepared. Yes. And one last phenomenon I'd like to ask you about is um, the experience of, of um, while we're alive, of having an out-of-body experience. There are several people who believe that they go to afterlife realms while they're out of body. Does that seem like something that would be possible? Uh, yes, for sure. Uh, in truth, uh, I have the electronic version of this that we're mentioning, not a, a out of a body experience, um, let's say mediumistic, but uh, through devices. And I tell you, it is something extremely interesting and important, but unhappily we have not time to, to focus this uh, back again. But for some time, I decided to investigate uh, if, uh, uh, look, if a dead person, uh, the, 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 the physical brain died, but still the consciousness is able, will survive and is still able to communicate. So this has to be true also for living persons. Yes. Then I heard uh, that uh, a French um, spiritist, Alain Kardec, he created the spiritist doctrine. Uh, Alain Kardec he had, it by his time, about 150 years ago, he um, used it to make seances uh, of communication, mediumistic, obviously, uh, and uh, he registered in some magazines he published that uh, um, they were communicating with livings, uh, for instance. Uh, for instance, they were in France, but uh, once uh, there appeared uh, a, a lady uh, for, from Brussels that uh, spoke and uh, gave information and so, but she was alive, mm -hmm. sleeping in Brussels. Right. So I, I thought, well, if this is true, let's see if we can, can uh, also do the same thing. And, mm. Yeah. 
So I, I first recorded it with the children in coma in the hospital. And I, it was surprising what they informed. For instance, uh, look at this interesting reply. Uh, I asked a, a child that was in the hospital in coma, so unconscious, let's say, mm-hmm. in our side. And um, I asked uh, uh, about the doctors, uh, about uh, her sickness and so on. And then she said, the voice said, uh, yesterday we went to the cinema. And I said, what? Did you go to the cinema? And then think this is an interesting information. Uh, obviously, there are lots of hospitals or in all earth that uh, person, children or adults are in coma and uh, for any reason or not in coma, but for other sickness also cannot uh, go out of bed. And why would they remain in the room all the time, you know, doing nothing? So you perceive that there are good spirits that uh, go, for instance, to this hospital where there are children or uh, and take them for walks around. Right. They take out of the hospital. You know, they, they are spirits. They don't have to keep in, to remain in the bed. No. Uh, that would be extremely sad, right? So uh, this was the first experiment, experiment that I made. But later, I went on um, trying communication with other livings. Uh, for instance, a person that had uh, multiple sclerosis as one was unable to speak. Also, I, I have a wonderful case. It is a whole magazine about this girl. She was, she is autistic and nonverbal. She, she right. doesn't speak here. And her mother was impressed with all the information that the girl spoke while she was sleeping. So uh, the, the mother uh, made with me the communication because whenever the, the girl was already sleeping, the mother would tell me, and then I started the recording to talk to her, right? right? And then uh, she mentioned the things that the mother uh, was surprised. It's saying, for God's sake, uh, I never imagined that she observed these in the house because as she's autistic, it, it looked as if she was absent you know yes uh, was not perceiving anything and that is not real mm. and uh, also i made a recording with my father that was here uh, before he died he was with senile dementia and uh, he didn't speak anymore and uh, so on so and then uh, to finish i also made an experiment with the healthy livings mm-hmm. uh, while sleeping right and also worked. So this, in truth, is uh, something so interesting because it shows that uh, our consciousness has nothing to do with the brain. Uh, the brain may be dead, the brain may be damaged, uh, the brain may, may not work at all, even so your, conscious, your mm. consciousness is able to communicate. So I think that uh, that is one of the doors that I mentioned to you that we discovered. Yes. Do you find that those that are still living who communicate with you, do they remember having done so? Or do they... Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, for instance, I have a friend. He was uh, he lived in the US by the time in Baltimore. Now he's back to Brazil. He's Brazilian, but he was living in the mm-hmm. US by that time when I made the recording. And uh, I made some questions to him while he was sleeping there in Baltimore. And then I recorded with him while he was there sleeping. And then in the following day, I obviously listened to the the recording and sent back to him. And then he said that, first of all, he said for years, he couldn't sleep well. Mm-hmm. He you, uh, every night he went to bed and each two hours he was awake and then go around the house, you know, had a, uh, a bed sleep. And that day, that night, 
he said he slept, he slept as ever he, he did in the late years. And uh, he said that he saw, for instance, a place full of people and uh, a very huge place, very large. And uh, he, 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 in the following day, he said he was, you know, uh, feeling uh, totally well, uh, a, mm -hmm. a different mm -hmm. way, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it is different. It's different. Okay, brilliant. Well, I think I've I've asked everything I was interested in. Um, would you Would you like to tell everybody where they can find you, where how they can support you with your work? Yeah, uh, I think that the uh, the best is our Patreon, where we have everything that I I do I publish. So, for instance, today I finish uh, in a magazine. I call it magazine. Uh, usually, it has more or less a. 50 or 60 pages so it's a lot of material including the videos that i recorded and how i recorded all the descriptions and so on so uh, and all these um, each 10 days we publish in our patreon so whenever the person is interested in them in itc i'll be pleased to receive them it is just to pay the attention that you will never go to Patreon. Uh, it is, my name is uh, written like Sonia um, dash Hinaud. There is a, this dash in the middle. Yes. So it is not difficult to find me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Seeking Eye Life Exploration Podcast. If you did and would like to continue following my research, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel and following the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify and other podcast providers. You can also join our Facebook discussion group. You can find the link to this and other Seeking Eye online profiles at seeking-eye.com. Thank you.